The third lesson today comes from Luke's Gospel, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 13. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness for forty days, being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you're the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered him, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. And the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and said to him, To you I will give all this authority and their glory, for it has been delivered to me, and I will give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. And Jesus answered him, It is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And he took him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you're the Son of God... Throw yourself down from here, for it's written, He will command His angels concerning you to guard you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered him, It is said, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. This is the word of the Lord. The season of Lent. It can be a frustrating time, can't it? It's sort of a weird season in the church calendar. As Christians, we look forward to those high holy days of Christmas, Easter, even Advent, because it leads up to Christmas. And we don't even mind the ordinary weeks throughout the year that end up keeping the year moving on, because those are the weeks that get us to Advent and Christmas and Easter. All of those seasons in the church calendar make sense to us. During each one of those times of the year, we know exactly what the end game is. We have a destination in mind. At the end of each one of these times comes a happy moment. At the end of Advent, we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And when Easter gets here, we get to celebrate that He has been raised from the dead for all eternity. But this time of Lent, it's incredibly strange because it doesn't lead to a happy ending. It leads to a cross. But it's also 40 days of wandering. It's 40 days of of wandering around somewhat aimlessly. And that's not what we do in this world. That's not what we're trained to think is okay in this world. Think about teenagers. If they don't really have any direction, if they're just kind of wandering around, and especially if they're your teenager, you start to get a little nervous. You start to fear that there may be a failure to launch in their immediate future. And then you look around at some adults that you might know that that are just kind of wandering around seemingly aimless. And you start to wonder, when are they going to grow up? You see, wandering around aimlessly seems to be something that we should avoid at all costs, at least the way that we tend to think about it. Yet, we have this season of Lent in the church calendar that seems to promote this very thing that we like to try to avoid. And it makes you ask the question, why? Why? Being the son of a pastor, I got to spend every Sunday in church unless I was incredibly sick. And I I was trained to think that I couldn't understand why anybody else wouldn't be in church unless they too were incredibly sick. And I can remember the first time that I was with my grandparents on a Sunday morning and, and we didn't go to church. Nana got up and she went into the kitchen like she did every time when I stayed with her. And she walked over to the stove and she started making some scrambled eggs. And she was putting in some cheese and adding in the secret ingredient of some baking powder to make the eggs fluffy. 
And she cut up some of the ham from the night before and mixed it all together. And she brought it to the table for me and Pop. And we ate. And I thought this was going to go just like every other Sunday when I stayed with them. We'd eat a big breakfast. We'd get on our slacks and we'd go to church. But after we finished eating, we put on our blue jeans. And Nana stayed there at the house. Seemed a little strange because Pop and I put those blue jeans on. We went out to his old blue farm truck. And we made our way to the farm in North Carolina. I didn't think a whole lot of it. See, Pop and I spent all day riding his nasty red Massey Ferguson tractor up one terrace, down the other, seemingly doing nothing at all but just wasting the day away. I can remember I'd sit on his knee, and I can remember those faded blue jeans and that worn-out gray and white mesh bush hog hat that he had on his head, and he'd let me steer that tractor down by the creek, down past the big rock, the one that we used to play on with that mountain water moving all over it. And throughout the afternoon, we'd stop on one hill, We'd cut the tractor off. We'd get down and wander around the pasture a little bit. And I liked it for a little while. But at some point, I started to think, what's the point? What are we doing? See, I'm one of those people, I like to have a goal in mind. I don't like just wandering around without a purpose. And as good as the afternoon was roaming around the farm of Pop, I finally had to ask him the question, what are we doing? Why are we not at church? Why are we here? And Pop did like he always did when he was about to tell me the secret to life. He pulled his hat off. He took his glasses off. He lowered his head. And he said, Sonny boy, sometimes we find God by going where everything else isn't. Sometimes the world gets too busy. gets too loud. Sometimes we have to wander around in the middle of nowhere to get right with God. Jesus was led out into the wilderness by the Spirit to wander around aimlessly. Forty days, forty nights. It's not that he had done anything wrong. We're really early on in Luke's Gospel and there's not much that's happened before this. Jesus knew who he was, though. He knew that he came from a long line of people who discovered that the wilderness was where they could best commune with God. This is the start of Jesus' ministry. He's not done much until this point. It's almost as if the writer of Luke's Gospel is trying to tell the reader that the wilderness may be the place where we prepare ourselves for what's to come. Rather than seeing this as a time of the year in the church calendar that seems to go against our desire for a goal or a destination, maybe we should see this as a time to wander around with no particular destination. In doing that, we may just discover that we will arrive exactly where we need to be. See, Lent's one of those seasons when we get to remember that we're not perfect. We're not as holy as we need to be, and we certainly aren't God. And so then comes the question, how do we imitate this holy wandering that Jesus is putting on display here in Luke's Gospel? See, Satan lets Jesus go for quite a while before ever coming into the picture. Satan lets Jesus wander around in the wilderness until he believes an opportune time has come to strike. And all of a sudden, Jesus is reminded that he hasn't eaten for a long time. Maybe it's time to quit this holy wandering and cling on to that which will satiate his material hunger. Jesus withstood that temptation to end this wandering in the wilderness. 
And so Satan came back with another temptation. The temptation to end this holy wandering by appealing to Jesus' ego. He tells Jesus that he can have power over all the kingdoms of the world throughout all time if he'll just worship him. Jesus would stand. One more time, Satan comes back to Jesus to tempt him to end this time of holy wonder. And fearing that, that too much time spent in the wilderness might bring Jesus far too close to the God whom Satan wanted so desperately to control, he offers this temptation. To remove himself from the wilderness by controlling the God he sought right there in that wilderness. Jesus withstood that temptation. With each temptation, Jesus fought back with Scripture. Jesus knew the stories of his people. He knew where he came from. He knew how to withstand the temptation. He knew that a wandering people, searching for a God who loved them, if they sought him with all their heart, they would find him. Jesus understood how precious the time in the wilderness can be, even if that time in the wilderness may feel like it is just wandering around with no particular purpose. If you come to this season year after year, and all you do is choose one thing to give up or one thing to add until Easter gets here, you're likely going to miss the beauty of driving that tractor up one terrace and down the other. If you come to this season year after year and all you do is look forward to getting to Easter, that day that really matters, you're going to miss the majestic power of that trickling mountain brook over a rock that's hundreds of years old. And if you come to this season year after year and you find yourself aggravated with this feeling of just wandering around aimlessly and not knowing what you're supposed to be doing, let me encourage you to look at it just a little differently. Let me encourage you to look at it as a time of holy wandering. Periodically turn off that tractor when you get on a pretty hill. Jump down. Wander around the pasture just a little bit. Understand how grand the world is around you. Understand that there is a God who created that and who created you. Now is the time when we begin our wandering together. It's a long journey. There may not be much food along the way. There may not be much entertainment along the way. We may get blisters on our feet. We may get sunburns on our neck. We may even get bit by things that creep around in the wilderness. But if we take the journey the way that it's meant to be taken, embracing the glorious absence of focused direction by wandering around in that wilderness with God, we may discover at the end of that journey that the resurrection we find is more glorious than we could ever imagine. I think it's time that we begin.